Welcome back to You're Not Gonna Like This. This is episode eight, Cancel Culture. Today we have a special guest, uh, Alex Powell of the After Sunset Podcast. Um, ad names for both pages and any other any other contacts with his page will come up very shortly. And as always, we have my man PJ co-hosting as, as usual every, every episode. All right, so... Before we get into the episode on the cancel culture, let me tell y'all what's going to happen in this episode. We're going to talk about, I'm define it for y'all, and then we're going to talk about a couple of examples, maybe, and then we're going to speak on can the cancel ever be reaccepted. So first things first, the definition. Uh, cancel culture is the cancellation of celebrity figure due to an act they did that was deemed by society as morally or unethically wrong. A uh, prime example for you all would be definitely with the Tory Lanez thing, him and Meg Thee Stallion with him coming out with the album instead of apologizing for the actions that he had, which is automatically deemed as morally and can also be uh, said as unethically wrong since he didn't have he didn't have he didn't like have the audacity to come out with an apology instead of just coming out with an album, basically discrediting every everything Megan even said despite the reports and all the and all of it matching to him doing what doing the shooting. And it also was kind of like it was kind of like offensive to especially to me since me being kind also as me a kind major as well when he said the whole line with the shot not hitting no bones and tendons that 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 joint just that joint just didn't make any sense to me because I was like I was like, it, it don't have to hit bows and tendons, like bullets just don't travel in a straight line. But you know, I wasn't gonna get too much into that. But nonetheless, he was definitely out of line, out of pocket for what he did do. So I gotta ask my first question uh, to you all. I'm gonna go with Alex Reddy, he's our guest. Um, do you feel that cancel culture is effective? Um, it's not effective. I mean. A lot of the times when you look at cancel culture, it's more of uh, the outrage that anybody would feel when anything that negative happens. You know, uh, it, it's kind of people's way of kind of getting that release. But I also feel like it's a lot more showmanship than really this is what we truly feel or really this is what truly is the wave of what people are going on because it, it, it's not really going to stick. Like I look at the Tory Lane situation and the, the, the premise of innocent until proven guilty, well, how does that work if we take one side or another, right? So then I look at from that standpoint and I say, okay, well, if you cancel me now and then I get proven innocent, what happens then? Like, does that cancel stick? Does that, it, was this even worth it? Was I just mad for nothing? Like all that type of stuff. I feel like a lot of the times we put a lot of pressure on celebrities to be like these highest like demigod role models that can never do anything wrong and like you forget that they're people you know what i'm saying with a follow like they're people with a following you know um they may do stuff that we like or that we admire and stuff like that but it's not really it's not really honest now you can personally cancel somebody you could personally be like i'm not going to support them anymore but does it even have to be broadcasted if you're doing some shit like that i don't believe so which is why i think in the overall schemes it's just kind of like foolishness but it's what people do yeah I, I agree with that i think um it's not as effective as people would like it to be you know um 
especially in the Tory Lanez, for, for example, um, you could say people were trying to cancel him, but, you know, that cancellation kind of elevated what he was trying to do. You know, he put out an album, pretty sure the album went number one for the week it was it was out. So, you know, um, a lot of the controversy that these famous people go through and they try to get canceled for it ends up, you know, elevating their status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that cancellations are more, like he said, personal. Um, if you're going to, you, you could personally cancel somebody, you could, you could personally, you know, uh, remove your support for them. But at the end of the day, if they if they already have a platform, if they're already of high stature, if they're already elevated among society, it's, it's going to be very hard to cancel them. You know, they're always going to have their, their loyal supporters. A lot of people can cancel Trump. Trump's always going to have his, his core base. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, um, a lot of the times cancel culture doesn't really work. A lot of the times it could be actually be kind of productive. So, uh, yeah, that I would say cancel culture is not as effective as it should be or as people would like it to be. <clears throat> Yeah, I, def- I definitely can see that. The fact that it's deemed cancel culture might be one of the main reasons not as effective. Because if you can look in the past situations, like I had to bring out with the Chris Brown, Rihanna thing, of course, you know, when cancel culture wasn't really a thing and social media wasn't really popular, you know, Chris Brown really, like, when you had to actually go in the store and, like, buy the album still because streaming wasn't there yet, Chris Brown, like, really lost a lot of money back then because – you know, people didn't, people like really like, it became like personal to that point because they really like didn't buy his album. Like he went, he dropped, I think, exclusive in 2007. And after that, he didn't drop another project, if I'm not mistaken, to 2011 with Fame. I think I might be wrong on that. I don't know. I gotta, gotta make sure. But I know it was a, definitely a, like a hiatus with his albums coming out due to, the, due to that uh, domestic violence dispute with uh, Rihanna, of course. And the same thing with the arcade situation. A lot of people made that personal, so, and then things actually, you know, got worked out. You know, arcade leaves in jail now. He's mm-hmm. bankrupt, for one thing, which is very surprising for the fact that he's been making music for almost 20 to 30 years, and he's actually bankrupt with no money. So it's, it shows that if it becomes personal and not social media, it mm-hmm. can really, it can really, really be beneficial. So, my my next question to you all is, do you feel like those that have been canceled can ever be reaccepted by society? I mean, I, I think society won't ever admit it as a whole, but everybody loves a redemption arc. You know, everybody loves the comeback story. Um, everybody loves when somebody goes through some adversity and then can come out on the other side and be like, I made it, you know, and then they can give their testimony and everything else like that. And it it sucks because on some levels, it's like, okay, what what is acceptable to come back from and what isn't? And I do feel like there's a line of like, all right, there's just certain things that I don't know if I, I personally could give somebody a pass on. But at the same time, like, it's different for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people who, look, they, they you slap them today, they turn the other cheek. And then there's people who will never forgive you for the fact that you ever hit them in the first place, you know? So it's, it's, it, 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 it's always going to be that, that fine line, but I think society as a whole loves a redemption arc. I think, I think, I think that's one of the reasons why it's always the matter of what have you done for me lately? Because it's like the, the whole, the whole idea of somebody falling off the whole, the whole idea of somebody kind of going down bad is just so like, it never gets stagnant. We never want to feel like we're just praising you. Like we also want to tell you you're a piece of crap at times. So it's like, 
that 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 that's the normal human wave. So it's like it's the normal human societal wave as well. You know, but I definitely think people can come back from a lot, especially if they already had a following, especially if they've done things that people like appreciate or or or, or people have used to get them through hard times. Like, hell yeah, they can come back. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I think it's a it's a matter of what you did to get you in, you know, the whole cancel, the whole cancellation phase, you know, people like R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, you might not be able to come back from things like, like that. You know what I mean? But um, in a situation that Chris Brown was in, that's something you, that people could forgive you for, you know, it was a horrible situation. He messed up at the end of the day, he was a young man. He, he grew from that. A lot of things in his life changed and, and he, he became a better person at the end of the day. I think, you know, people, people are human. You know, we make mistakes. But at the end of the day, it's about how you bounce back from it. Like you said, people love a redemption story. So, I think we're in a we're in a society that that could be all, that could be very forgiving at times, even at, at, at faults. Um, but yeah, I definitely think people could come back from from their from their situations. You know, like I said, people are only human. You know, people make mistakes. There are some situations that you can't come back from, and that's how life is. But yeah. you know, there are a lot of situations that you can. So yeah, I, I think people definitely could come back. How do y'all feel about people taking some of these instances so personally? Well, it it obviously depends on the act that happened, of course. So, like PJ said with the archive, that's sexual assault. And mm-hmm. Like that's that's a whole nother level of just, just wrong. So you can't. That's definitely personal. Cause like speaking for like me and PJ, I don't know if Alice had a little sister, but me and him have little sisters. Mm-hmm. And it it'd be all out war. If anything, anything like that went down, it'd be all out war. So mm-hmm. like, those things you can never, you can never forgive because just like I could never fathom something on my sister mm-hmm. being involved in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's one reason it can be personal. Now with the Chris Brown thing, on the other hand, it's like like Peter said, he was a young man. Chris Brown was all of I want to say twenty, maybe twenty one, our age right now when he did that. And yeah, that was wrong. You should never, you know, hit a woman in any any circumstances. But like he said, you know, PJ, like he said, he bounced back. He did what he was supposed to do. And now Chris Brown is back, you know, getting those Michael Jackson comparisons as one of the greater artists of, of all time. Again. So it all depends what happened when he bounced back. I, I think what makes, you know, people you know, get so personal with these issues is basically how they look at whoever it was that that did the, the deed or mm. you know um you might take like the whole Chris Brown situation his loyal fans might have taken it a little more personal than you know the people who weren't paying attention to him for real or our mm. Kelly fans may have taken his situation more personal or mm. even even in a even in a, a more serious case you know the Larry Nassar thing you know how he how he went to jail and and he was basically this whole the doctor for the for the US women's Olympic mm-hmm. team or whatever mm-hmm. You know, gymnasts might take that whole situation more personally than people who aren't gymnasts because these are pe- these are people that they look up to going through these instances. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's all it's all you know based on how you look at the person, how you look at who was involved, things of that nature. And uh, yeah, I I think that it's a lot of different different factors that that go into you know the personal feelings that you have towards these instances. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What about you, Alex? 
it's it's hard for me to take these situations where it's people I don't know personally. Um, it it it's like I hear it and I get why people are mad, but at the same time I don't get why people are mad because and and, and that could be situations from you know maybe they've dealt with the same situation and and all that type of stuff. So like I can understand it from that perspective, but like sometimes you'll go online and you'll just be reading through somebody's comments and it's just like some of the most hateful stuff you've seen. And it's like, bro, how do you have this de- this disdain or on the flip side, this infatuation for somebody that you really just like don't know. And that wasn't something where I feel like I was always in that headspace, but like also hearing celebrities talk about it. I think J. Cole talks about that all the time where it's like, yes, I make music. Yes, I do all this, but like, I'm not an idol. I'm not this. I'm not that. Just to kind of let you as the fan know, like, we're only so close and it's really not close at all uh, type stuff like that. And I think, I think once I kind of, kind of took that step back and stopped kind of investing that personal element to it, it's like, I could just allow whatever they do to be whatever they did. And like, not, not live in that fear of, oh, that reflects poorly if, if i support this person that reflects poorly on me or if i am not canceling somebody based off of some dumb shit that they may have done that doesn't reflect poorly on me i feel like a lot of people fall into that and then they have this anxiety of like oh my god if i ever if i ever listen to this person or do this or do that i'm now on their equivalent of whatever foolishness they entangle yeah. themselves into uh, and yeah. stuff like that so i think I think from that perspective, it gets a little hazy on like how, how much I'm really supposed to be personally invested into all of that. Um, from from the perspective of like a celebrity or, or or somebody in the mainstream media or whatever doing something. Whereas on the flip side, you know, if this is one of my bros or, or somebody I personally know and like I have your number in my phone, like it's a completely different energy towards uh, situations like that. Cause it's like, bro, I need to know if this is really how you move because this that reflects poorly on me because you're in my circle you're around me you're a reflection of 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 who people think i associate with so on and so forth so you know that that's kind of how i look at that whole situation i i think that's interesting like what you said um i think it's interesting how people on the internet social media react to these stories that happen and without even really knowing much information about it they'll go into the comments they'll say the most hateful things mm-hmm. but you don't even know this person you don't know you don't know what what happened what they've been through like even like we like the chris brown thing you see people under his comments now it's been mm-hmm. it's been however however many years but you'll see people under there oh you, you you're a woman beater da, 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 da. and i'm like bro at the end of the day he can't change the past and he probably wishes that he could. What all all he can do now is live life like live life accordingly. Do the right thing now. You know what I mean? Live life live life how you want to see your future. Like live life now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think that people get carried away in cancel culture. You know, even um what can I think of? Even even the whole Tory Lane situation. You may see people on Twitter calling them all these names, doing this, that, and the third, and it's like, like for what 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 do you gain out of it, you know? It's like, I, yeah. I, I never want to be the type of person to get too carried away. I'm never going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm not going to listen to R. Kelly anymore because of what he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, R. Kelly made great music. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the music is the music. The music doesn't reflect how he, what he is as a person. You know what I mean? These things don't reflect like how they are as a person. You can be a fan of, you can be a fan of 
Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan may have been a, a terrible teammate. He might have punched his teammates in the face, da, 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 but you're still going to love Michael Jordan. So it's like, I feel like thing like you can separate a person's craft from their personality. You know what I mean? You can separate yeah. how a person is, how a person lives their life from the things that they, from the things that made them famous. You feel me? I agree. Yeah. Like Chris Brown, Chris Brown makes great music. But he made a mistake. You you're not gonna be here. You're not gonna sit here and be like just because I listen to Chris Brown means I'm I'm a bad person. Means I, I, I means I that doesn't mean I condone him or what he did. Like mm-hmm. you know him and Rihanna doesn't mean anything. It just means mm-hmm. I, I enjoy his craft. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think I think people often get carried away in this whole cancel culture thing and and try to try to cancel everything when the only thing that should be canceled may be like the way that they live or, or that, that situation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I definitely think people get carried away. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel that battle with the separating the craft and like what they do, what they did, especially with like guys like, uh, especially like guys like Kanye West, like, like I'm a firm believer, like before he started dating Kim Kardashian, Kanye West was probably one of the greatest producers slash artists that has ever lived. And then after Kim Kardashian, it's just like he just he just started saying whatever, and I don't I don't even know. But he doesn't. But like like you said, he doesn't move like that with the things he says because he's an excellent father, takes great care of his kids, and at the end of the day, he's an excellent family man. Like he takes great care of Kim. He's a great um, he takes he's a great supporter of the whole family despite them you know kind of being the. The, the people that they are, he's still he's still a good individual at the end of the day, despite the things he did say. But that's um, that's all that's all perception, bro. Like yeah. that's, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's all perception. Like these are all the things that we see at the forefront of social media. We see all these things that are presented to us. We never know how these people live their lives. That's 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 that's, that's so why cancel culture is so like it could be it could be a bad thing because you know we're all going off of what we will be here, what we see that we see that's put out. You know what I mean? We never know the whole story. Like not saying that Tory Lanez wasn't in the wrong or things of that nature, but we don't know what happened. You know what I mean? Like we're going off of reports. We're going off of what, you know, he said, she said, you feel me? So at the end of the day, we never know the full story. Like Kanye West, you know, besides what he posts on social media or things of that nature, Kanye West, he's he probably a great dad. Like he, he's probably a great person. Like, in general, you know what I mean? And just because we may not have the same beliefs doesn't mean he's a bad person or, or things of that nature. So it's like, I think cancel culture also goes hand in hand with social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's what, a fact. what you see is what you're going to, what you're going to think like, yeah. and, and, and media and things of that nature can steer your beliefs to, to what they want it to be. You know what I mean? So I think that everything is perception. You feel me? Like at the end of the day, what you see may not be the full story. So mm-hmm. I think that you got to be real careful in what you, what you say and what you put out there and, and make sure you know the facts before you can make assumptions and, and, and put out all, put out all the things that you're going to put out about somebody. I agree 100%. I think, I think a lot of the times, I think a lot of the times you get your hopes up, like you would hope they're a great dad. You like, you will hope somebody who does anything great is just great all the way around. But like, I mean, I, I look at like if if every time I messed up, if it was broadcasted to the to the to the world, how would that necessarily make me feel? How 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 would I react to to, to being in that limelight with that pressure on me? Uh, we I like to think that I could react well, but when you got 
13-year-olds from Australia who don't even know what America looked like saying, you're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. You're going to be like, the fuck? Like, what, what the hell is this? You know? So it, 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 it's hard for me to even, and that's why I say it's hard for me to really recognize, one, what they're going through, being the person who may be canceled, but then also being the person who is kind of in that social media space. Like, I'm focused on whatever the hell is rocking with me. And even when I engage with that type of stuff, I might put what I think about the situation out there in the world. And then I like leave it at that. And I feel like a lot of the times people, people try to draw these lines in the sand from the, those perceptions that she was talking about. Like, instead of, instead of saying, you know what, this is my opinion and my opinion could be good and well and wrong. And later on in the world, later on down the road, I may realize it's wrong. And all I can do is apologize for it and keep it moving. But the, I think the benefit that a lot of everyday people have is that, that I can fuck up and not necessarily have to, like, have that broadcasted, not necessarily have to live with that anxiety of, yo, I make a misstep or I trip and it's going to be on TMZ, you know what I'm saying, or or whatever other media platform and stuff like that. So it, it, it's, it's a weird dynamic that I think we've created, but at the same time, I also think that, you know, the celebrity and all that type of stuff, all that stuff is dying. Like all that stuff is really coming to the point where, you know, people, people are starting to realize that there's no real bridge in that gap. Like, yes, I love what you do. I fuck what you do. I'm gonna support what you do, but that's about it. And that's in my mind, that's as far as it should go. Once you start getting to the point where you're uh, standing, standing people and, and all that type of stuff, I think that's where it gets a little sick in my head, in my like mental space of it. But, you know, I, I, I think I think there's a hope that we have. We hope for a lot of these people that, hey, you did something great, so hopefully you're a great father. Or you or you're a great mother, or you're great this. But I don't really know you, my guy. I yeah. don't know you. So Yeah. I only know you through your crap. And that's really that's really yeah. hard. that's really hard. Unless you got like unless you got like things you can verify that these things like he actually does these things. Like it's mm-hmm. Like another two people that I think of, um, Kobe and J. Cole, like they also experienced these things of mm-hmm. getting threatening to be canceled because of what they did. But in hindsight, uh, with the Kobe thing, when he was convicted of sexual assault way back in 2003, everybody was ready to like disband Kobe from the entire league and everything. A deep, I think, was a deep he convicted? Yeah, he dropped him from his brand. Like he, like he lost, he lost a I, lot of things because of that. Because of that, I think he's, I think he settled. Oh. But even with that, like people, people talk about Kobe's legacy, and you know, R.P. to Kobe. Like, may he rest in peace. But people talk about Kobe's legacy, and it's like this man died, and people were still trying to figure out, like, oh, can I support this man or not? Like, it's to me, it's like, bro, he's dead. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, he can't even give the apology you're looking for now. He's dead type shit. So it's it's just weird like when when it when it gets to that point of like, oh, can I appreciate the fact that hey, this like somebody like Kobe shaped generate generations of people's mindset. There's people who looked at that whole Mamba mentality type of stuff and applied that to every single day of their life. So, you know, I feel like, you know, at times the good outweighs the bad. You know what I'm saying? And people are allowed to fuck up, bro. Like people are allowed to fuck up. Some yeah. fuck-ups are unforgivable, and some of them are, and that's on us to dictate. But, like, 
just to hold it against you. Like, bro, if I look at everything I've ever done wrong in my life, if that was held up against me every single day, it'd probably drive me insane. I say I think that's the main problem with cancel culture, a situation like Kobe. You know, mm-hmm. you still have people out here trying to cancel the man for something he did in 2000, like, was it 2001 or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's 2020. The man is dead. And what he did since then was live his life like a, like a black man should live his life. You feel mm-hmm. me? Being a family man, being a great father, putting 100% into everything that you do, mm-hmm. trying to make a difference. You feel me? He, he's the definition of somebody who bounced back. People mm-hmm. have, uh, people have the, the opportunities to bounce back because we're human. You feel me? It's not about what you did then. It's about what you're going to do now. It's about how you want to be remembered. He was 41 years old and he's going to be remembered as one of the most influential people of our era. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He, he, he influenced the generation. He, he instilled the mama mentality within everybody. And at the end of the day, I think this whole cancel culture thing is to bring people down forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are going to be here trying to say, well, he did this, he did that. That was back then. You can't do nothing about it. What he did was he tried to make up for it by living his life, how people should live their life. That's and I, I, think, I think that, you know, people get, people could really just get caught up in the whole cancel culture thing and, and trying to, and I, I feel like a lot of it is just, you know, social media attention, social media trolling, you feel me? So I think what, at the end of the day, like I said, social media and cancel culture go hand in hand, how people try to get attention and people try to troll and things of that nature. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad that, that, that things like that could happen. And, and you know, that people take things, take, take cancellation so out of hand and, and things of that nature. So I, I think it's sad. Yeah. Lastly, Last thing I'm going to add because we run out of time is I was going to say a little bit about Kobe because also I think cancel culture is ineffective because sometimes they miss the message. Like when Cole came out with the track uh, Snow on the Bluff in a response to No Name, I'm calling him out for not being a, a true social activist. He responded with, with like a clear-cut message to say like, I know that I'm not the most educated individual and I know that I can do more and I will try to do more. But he also, the only part he said, and everybody took it way out of portion, was like, just because I don't understand what's going on and I'm not completely educated, doesn't mean that it gives you, like, the complete right to just, like, you know, call me out my name and just make me look like a totally bad individual. And that's all he said. Like, I appreciate you, you know, calling me out and, like, you know, making me well aware of what I need to do to become better in these kind of times, of course. But it also was just like you just can't deem me as a bad person. It was just like, and he said that like perfectly clear cut, and people were really trying to cancel him for that. And I was like, man, y'all y'all missing the whole thing. That's another reason why I think it's ineffective because sometimes those individuals they miss like what really happened and what's really going on into it, and that's the reason why it can it can be like fifty fifty. But I thought I I thought that was ridiculous though because Cole. Cole is not an activist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you expecting this? He's a rapper. He never said he was an activist. And he, he, he said he's uneducated. So why would you become an activist if you're, if you're uneducated? It's like, why are you putting this burden on him? He's a rapper. He never said he was an activist. So, I mean, I thought that was dumb in, in, anyway. I thought that situation was a weird situation. But it's like, when you look at how it turned out, like, here's somebody who, you know, they, they, a lot of people say, oh, he, he picked on the black plight or he's used it in his music or, or, or stuff like that. But to me, it's like, if, even if I speak on issues or even if we talk about stuff on, on, a, on a podcast space, like that doesn't make me Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? That makes me 
potentially have a level of influence and therefore eventually as things grow, I have to be calculated on how I use my influence. But you're not, you can't sit here and be like, oh yeah, well, you know, you spoke about something that, that relates to a certain group of people. So now you're an activist. No, don't, 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 don't put that on anybody unless that's the, the mantle that they pick up. So I thought that was weird. But then also when you're looking at, you know, pe- people were trying to come at Kendrick, people were trying to come at all these people and then pictures start floating around. Oh, they're they're at they're they're at the uh the the the, the marches. They they may be donating. They may be doing this. They may be doing that. And it's kind of like, to kind of watch people backtrack <laughs> after it all comes out. And they're like, oh well, you know, why why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? And I just don't feel like one. I don't feel like you're supposed to. Well, not that you're supposed to. I don't feel like you have to run the social media for shit. If you want to, bro, you feel some type of way, you want to put up a post, go ahead. You 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 see some crazy stuff out here in the streets and you want to put up a post about it, go ahead. But I don't feel like you have to. And I feel like a lot of people who are in the social media realm f- try to force you to engage in what they engage with. And, bro, you don't have to. Like, you don't have to and you don't have to feel that pressure to do it. Like, live your life, live the best life you can live. And, like, if the accomplishments come – it'll show regardless. And I, I guess before you even started recording, that's what we were talking about. Like time is going to tell all. It's yeah. going to tell all. Like, and it's, uh, it, it, I don't know. The, people weird, bro. <laughs> people weird when it comes to that type of stuff. Well, yeah, like he said, time will tell all. And yeah, like, especially on that point where when he was saying like, when the picture started coming out about Kendrick and Jayco actually being at these rallies, people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I might have misstepped here. When people don't miss the fact that J. Cole has, like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like, three posts on his Instagram, and he don't ever post unless he dropping music. Him and Kendrick are the same with that. They're not social media people, so you don't see anything that they do in their real lives unless they talk about it in their music, mm-hmm. which they do a great job of it because if you listen to them, they actually, like, speak on everything that's going on in today's time, society, and everything in their music, and they show... They say how we can do, how we can become better, how we can do these things to, you know, become become elevated in today's society, especially, you know, being uh, minorities, of course. But um, that's that's really all that I have for y'all today. This was a really great conversation. I'm really glad that we had got a chance to get Alex on here, you know, being the fact that he is a, a very cultural kind of guy when it comes, especially on his podcast as well. And he talks about a lot of cultural aspects. It's really good to have him for this conversation. But as always, you know, I um, got to thank Alex for coming on today. Didn't have thank to. Thank you for having me. Very, very appreciated that you did come on. And, you know, PJ, as always, you know, he's always here. Now, every, every episode, every time he always comes through with a good take or a good comment for keep the conversation going. And I'm grateful for that as well. And hey, hey, hey can I say something real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Finish it up. So, uh, all right. Vote, uh, election day coming up. You know, we got to get to these polls. You feel me? I, I just want to, you know, make a little announcement before we dip. You know what I'm saying? It, it seems like Biden is up right now, but I don't want that to discourage anybody from still going out to vote. We got to close this thing out. You feel me? You know, we're talking about, you know, cancel culture and things of that nature. But one, one person that needs to be canceled is President Trump and, and his administration because coronavirus alone it's been it's been tough man and and he we're not he's not taking it seriously enough so i think that you know 
I just wanted to make it clear, like, we still need to get get out to these polls, man. We we need to make a difference. You feel me? Like, this gonna be my first. This gonna be my first presidential election. A lot of my peers, it will be as well. So, I'm I'm excited to get out there, and I think, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That's, that's what that's what need to happen, bro. We need to make our voice heard, man. As as the next generation, we need to we need to we need to vote and and, and get what we want to see. Get that into office, you know what I'm saying? So for sure. Yeah man, let's pull let's let's pop out the polls, man. That's sure. all I have. Early voting closes November thirty first and then of course election day uh is November third. So get out there and do what you need to do. No cap. I think you meant October thirty first because it's not thirty one days of November, but we just go laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Go vote. Yeah, yeah. go out there, bro. Go vote, bro. Well, anyway, that's all we got today. This is our sign off. Alex, PJ, great conversation, and see y'all soon. Later, brother. Peace.